those people are on a dark spiral downward. But if you think that leaves you on the high ground where you can point your finger at others, think again. Every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. It takes one to know one. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. But God isn't so easily diverted. He sees right through all such smoke screens and holds you to what you've done. You didn't think, did you, that just by pointing your finger at others you would distract God from seeing all your misdoings and from coming down on you hard? Or did you think that because He's such a nice God, He'd let you off the hook? Better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind, but He's not soft. In kindness He takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. You're not getting by with anything. Every refusal and avoidance of God adds fuel to the fire. The day is coming when it's going to blaze hot and high, God's fiery and righteous judgment. Make no mistake, in the end you get what's coming to you, real life for those who work on God's side, but to those who insist on getting their own way and take the path of least resistance, fire. If you go against the grain, you get splinters, regardless of which neighborhood you're from, what your parents taught you, what schools you attended. But if you embrace the way God does things, there are wonderful payoffs, again without regard to where you are from or how you were brought up. Being a Jew won't give you an automatic stamp of approval. God pays no attention to what others say, or what you think, about you. He makes up His own mind. The Message Claiming the moniker of self-appointed judge will only get you, well, judged. There is only one true judge. And Judge Jesus renders decisions which are always right, just, and fair, with no favoritism, cronyism, or malice. A critical spirit is an evil spirit. It vaults oneself over and above others who are viewed as inferior, unworthy of love and belonging. It is the very antithesis of Christ's way of being in the world with others. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Rome, merely upheld the teaching of his Lord Jesus, who said, Do not judge, so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged, and the measure you give will be the measure you get. Matthew 7 1-2, NRSV. Although most people would affirm that showing favoritism is a bad thing, in practice we have a difficult time avoiding it, especially in polarizing times such as ours. Political mudslinging is, unfortunately, a time-honored American tradition. And so is religious judgmentalism. Some of the most emotionally laden vitriol comes from folks who are so heavily entrenched in their religious convictions that they believe any deviation from their way of belief is worthy of scathing criticism. People, however, do not change because someone criticizes or judges them. They experience transformation through basic divine and human kindness. As a hospital chaplain in a behavioral health unit, I wholeheartedly affirm this to be true. Many patients have been told repeatedly by family or friends to stop their destructive behavior or thinking, get their lives together, move on, wake up, etc. all with the condescending edge of criticizing judgment. Yet, when someone takes notice, is curious about them, treats them like a fellow person, offers helpful encouragement, and a listening ear without trying to fix, souls become open to receiving the healing grace of love and truth. God shows no partiality, and neither should we, period. God is right, just, and fair in all dealings with everyone. The Lord judges according to divine standards of righteousness and mercy, no matter one's race, ethnicity, gender, economic status, or social standing. And it is all laced with the love and compassion of Christ. Christians are not exempt or given a pass on being judgmental, as if owning multiple Bibles or giving lots of money exempts one from a wagging tongue and an insensitive spirit. Our own unhealthy practices, bad habits, and angry outbursts will be treated just like any non-Christian by God. In a time when decrying the moral condition of our world is nearly a spectator sport, 
The New Testament lesson for today reminds us that we must first be concerned for the condition of our own hearts before we can point the finger at another. We all equally stand in need of God's grace in Jesus. There is a symbiotic relationship between our actions and the state of our hearts. A soft and tender heart toward God leads to obedience, disobedience hardens the heart and leads to God's wrath, no matter the individual. So, it will help if we all faithfully engage in daily spiritual practices which keep our hearts attentive and alert to God's will and way. No matter how busy we are, or how we feel, to forego or ignore the Word of God and prayer on a regular basis will slowly calcify our hearts and render them unable to respond rightly to grace. Instead, we can drink deeply of the Gospel throughout every day so that we may experience peace. A critical spirit begins to melt away when the tools of empathy, compassion, understanding, and acceptance are used to forge connections and provide support. It takes little to no practice to bludgeon someone with condemning criticism. However, it takes repeated practice to speak and act with grace, mercy, and peace, especially when we are stressed and or anxious about our surrounding circumstances. Instead of judgment, observe and be curious. Seek more information. Ask clarifying questions. Expand the gap between observation and conclusion. The ability to have an awareness of one's own emotions, to be mindful of self and surroundings, and to do it all with neither criticism nor judgment is perhaps the highest form of intelligence and spirituality. It is kindness which leads others to repentance, not condemnation. Grace has the final word, not judgment. So, let us be blessed through a gentle spirit which spreads the goodness of God throughout the world. Oh God, thank you for the gift of prayer and the grace of your word. May it seep deep down into my heart so that I am compassionate and kind, just like Jesus. Amen.